Another Urbanites podcast. Could you explain herbicides to them? Because I don't think they know why. Why are, they're probably wondering why is he just? Why did he just call us herbicides? Well, I think that um, we didn't coin the phrase. Some major fans, if you want to call them that, <laughs> coined the phrase herbicides, and it just seems fitting. If you're going to be listening to this podcast, you're probably a fan, so we should just generalize. And call them herbicides. What do you think? I think that's a good. I think that's a good thing. I mean, we didn't discuss that at all. I just threw that out there. That was like fresh. Really fresh. I. I agree. I, I, I'm, I unless until we find something else to call them that's better. Yeah. Well, herbicides. It is. Send in what you'd like to be called. <laughs> right. To uh, podcast at urbanites dot co dot co. Um, not twice, just once. I was just spelling it for you in case you didn't know how to spell dot co. Anyway, That's also, true. oh, I, I came up with a name. I told you a second ago, but the mics weren't on. What do you think of that name? The Mini Ur- Ramble? The Urbanite Mini Ramble. I think that's what we should Ramble. call it. Ramble. Yeah. Can, yeah, I like it. You like that? It's got a, it's a nice little catchphrase there. It's, it's uh, pithy. Yeah, I think it's good. I don't know what pithy means. You keep using that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Can you explain that one to me? Yeah, pithy means um, short. And concise but catchy, you know. So kind of like, um, so the definition of pithy would be Urbanite's mini ramble. Yeah, I mean, if you looked, it's probably like the, not the first, but probably like the third or fourth like definition. Right, right. You know, I agree. They're writing it in as we speak right now. I agree. Now. I agree. You know, so it's really catchy, and it just kind of says it, but. What is it that's because we just keep on rambling on and on? Is well, basically, I just think that, you know, like we're talking about a lot of different stuff, so we can't yeah. really generalize too specific. It's a ramble. No, that's right. Do you want to you want to talk about something serious? I did think about that. I wanted to talk about with somebody. Sure. It's going to get serious. Start it off. Let's do this. Um, uh, let's bust this out. What do you think about all that? Maybe you maybe you haven't heard the uh, the whole um, mosque and uh, over down by the New York, by the World Trade Center. Uh, I don't want to get too political <laughs> in this, <laughs> yeah, in this I, ramble. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to get too political in the ramble. I know that I just said we could talk about whatever, but there are a few things that I just don't care to talk about because I don't care. But um, I have no problem with I've, it. Yeah, I've got my thoughts. I do have thoughts. My thoughts are, um, I mean, I think it's a it's a vast generalization to say that all Muslims are terrorists and that like there's been, there's been a mosque closer to the vicinity for 25 years. Like I just, I don't think that, um, I don't think that that's a problem. I don't think that they're the problem. And I think that like I was here, I was listening to somebody talk about it and they brought up a good point where it's like, you know, like the Catholic church is, is still building churches and they've done quite a bit of damage, you know, like, no, yeah. Well, I think I think just not to cut you off, but I will anyway. Um, if you if you start limiting what people can and cannot believe, you know what they cannot practice. I mean, doesn't that go against the very thing that that you're able to do with your religion, whatever that is? It's a rocky road. It's yeah. A, it's it's well, road. it's just I'm not saying it's a it's it's the smartest thing you could do to put put a mosque down by 
I don't think there's. By a, the I think World we're Trade trying Center, to make but I don't, it. I don't I, really care. You I, know? I, don't, I just think I just think everybody's trying to make it super relevant, and it doesn't have the relevance that they're trying to make it have. Right. We just the, have to be up in arms about something because we've had nothing to be up in arms about for a little bit. Americans you know? want to be mad, and the media does a great job. <laughs> Fox News, cough, cough. Um, right. Of of fear mongering and getting us. Yeah, like. Suddenly, this is going to be a big tragedy if this happens. Is it really? No. Is that going to change? No. If that get, if that mosque gets built there, is that going to change what happened? Right. No. Yeah. I mean, you look at so all why the, are you? It's it happened. Yeah. It's a tragedy, and nobody wanted it to happen. And you know, yeah, it's crazy. Life me, goes on. Yeah. Let me segue one more thing. I'm sorry. I'm just coming at you with some. You're coming things. at me with some heavy stuff. Heavy too. stuff. Like we're just we don't mess around. We with come this up with a name and you just ramble. start going to town. I go. Yeah. I'm getting serious. Um, I want to talk about that guy who was going to burn Korans tomorrow. Oh, my God. What the heck was that about? Oh, like, his mustache we? is awesome. Have you seen <laughs> yeah. his picture? Wow. He's, he looks like uh, um, Jeremy Sharing. <laughs> Jeremy Sharing, Birch. <laughs> no. <laughs> he looks like, what's that guy's, Jesse Ventura's cousin, skinnier cousin. Yeah. You know, the wrestler, yeah. the turned politician. Yeah, you're no, right. But. With no, not the same belief system whatsoever. Not the same belief system and and uh, no tact. No tact. <laughs> what do you? What I don't understand. This is what 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 scares me about people like that is the the the. the, the I think that those people actually believe that they have the power to eradicate an idea, right. like to destroy an idea. And you can't. It's very Holocaust esque, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a very Hitlerish. You know, like yeah, that's a is. fascist. And you know, like, look, I'm not a liberal and I'm not a conservative, but, but I'm. I don't know what I am. I'm. I probably fall on. Depends on the issue. I think you're in the same boat. But a moderate, yeah. Moderate, yeah. You know, but that's just crazy to me. Like it to is think crazy. that. And it, what does it lead to? Hate, division, and it's. Right. I, it, just because you're not burning a book doesn't mean that you stand up that you agree with that book. There's, I mean, geez. right. Well, thank God they'll be spending money on those books, so you know, not all is lost. <laughs> right, you gotta, right. You got to buy it to burn it, I suppose. He he called it off, I guess. The story, someone told me today that Donald Rumsfeld called him, and and I don't know if this is true. I'm not some... Don't told check. him he looked like a douche. <laughs> you look like an idiot when you... But that it was going to kill American troops because you're going to, you know, piss everyone off. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Piss off the people. And why do we really want to do that? What? Those people have their belief systems. I I don't necessarily agree with everything, but. You want to move to Canada? There's no. They leave their doors unlocked up there, don't they? Yeah. That is. Ooh. I like that. I like that. Like that. That Mayberry. Yeah. What's the crime like up there? Is it nice? Well, you're not allowed to own guns. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> oh, I don't have any guns. <laughs> so anyway. I guess I guess the stabbing rate goes up, but <laughs> <laughs> right, ice picks because yeah. it's so cold. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's talk about something lighter. I'm we sorry. Do have, I just we, came we out of real the gate. Heavy. We got real heavy there for a minute. Well, I don't know this, how I feel. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. You didn't prepare me for that one bit. You know what? I'm sorry. Maybe I should wait till later to just bust out Yeah, that. like, let's get through. Like, we do actually have... I'm actually really excited to talk about the things we have lined up. This well, is going to be like... You take over, because I'm sorry. I just had to get that off. Yeah, I this just, is my podcast. You shut the hell up. <laughs> how dare you come at me? I Yeah. I'm upset now. How dare you come at me with this sort of stuff? Listen, I'm just I'm here on I'm in, living in your world, brother. I'm sorry. You you you. And you know what? We never did. You never introduced yourself. Introdu- uh, take this. Take a moment to introduce yourself. Hi, I'm, I'm Stephen. We're like 14 minutes. 14 into minutes in. Thanks for introducing yourself, Stephen. And thanks for keeping it brief. <laughs> no problem. I'm Brad. 
by the way. If you've listened to the the prior two, you would know who we are. Anyway, we do have some really I'm I'm maybe it's not that exciting, but I'm really excited about this. Um favorite fall albums. It's getting cold out. <sighs> yeah. It's getting to that point where you're like it's like perfect sweater weather, but when you're outside, you got a good breeze, but you feel the sun on you. You know what I'm saying? You want to get in your car and drive around and watch those beautiful trees. Those leaves on those trees change and listen to some music. I got you. Yeah. So let's talk. I want to I want to go. I want to make a run through through our top, I don't know, four or five favorite fall listening albums. Uh, I wrote it down. I wrote it down, too, but I was smart enough to take my paper out first before we started. I'm so unprofessional. You are so unprofessional. But uh, uh, it's not albums that are coming out this fall or came out last fall. It's it's albums that we we enjoy and that we associate with fall. Um, you want to yes. start it off or you want me to start it off? You can start off. Go for it. I'm going to start off with an album. I believe it came out in 2004 by a band called Elbow. Ooh. Cast of Thousands. It's a great record. It's a great fall record. It's so dense and dark and just there's a lot of layers to it. And it just reminds it, it's it's just scarf weather. Not a job. That song on that record just sounds like the sound of leaves falling off a tree. It does. And I got so excited because it was so cold the other night. I was on their website. Um and I, and I was listening to their newest record because I only have that record, which is ridiculous because I love that record. It's in my top five favorite records of all time. But um, I, I got I to gotta get their back catalog because the other stuff is really good, too. Cool. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my number one, I would say. Was that, like, number four? Or is that I'm like not really listing them in any order. We're just going the first. That's just yeah. the first one I'm giving out is Elbow. Cast of thousands. The first one that came to my mind, I guess, since we're going in no particular order, is Snow Patrol's Final Straw. Final Straw. Straw? Straw. straw. <laughs> I can't talk, apparently. Um, yeah, that record, man. But yeah, good times. Not really, but good times in the sense of that, that record was there for me. And why do you associate that with the fall? Did you just start listening to that? Yeah, I well, it's one of those records that I bought. I saw in Target, and it's exactly uh, how I bought it. And I'm like, this looks like it could be cool. Yeah, it just had and interesting artwork. I never heard anything yeah. about it. And I bought it off that. That's crazy. And I bought it, and then I didn't. I hated it, which is not your story. That's where our stories go opposite directions. I hated that thing. Well, I, I will it. say this: I didn't like it. I I loved the first track, and the rest of it grew on me. I liked I l- I liked Run, yeah, and that was about it. I thought the rest of it was 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 crap. But um, a month later, I was who knows I was in some sort of dra- dramatic situation, some dating situation or something, and that record just turned it on every day for a long time. It's interesting that um, you bought. Well, I bought that record the same exact way. But it's interesting that you say that you bought that record the same way because my next record is another one that I did that same exact thing. There must have been like a year where I only bought albums that I thought the artwork looked cool in Target and it was just on a display because uh, I did the same thing with, um, uh, in, this was high school though, uh, when I bought On a Wire by um, uh, the Get Up Kids, um, which is a band that you probably don't listen to at all. No. Um, most of their albums are very, like like a punk band, yeah. Not a punk folk band. It's not really a punk band. It's kind of that post punk, like 
they had keys and they were, they were very melodic, but they did have kind of that weird ang- that punk angst at times. But this album is really chill. It's really low key. Um, even the upbeat songs are are a little bit more folky and a little bit more piano driven. And there's a song on there that I just when this weather turns, I always listen to like on on repeat, just on a loop called uh, Campfire Kansas, and it's a excuse me, and an acoustic song. And um, the guitar player who who did the side project, um, Reggie and the Full Effect, sings it. It's not the the other guy who did um, the uh, better band. What is it, what is it called? Um, I can't think of it. Hmm. New Amsterdam's, because um, they split up. One guy did New Amsterdam's, and I generally like his stuff more than the guy who did Reggie and the Full Effect. But he sings Campfire Kansas. Wait a second, what are you telling me? The guy from Reggie and the Full Effect is from the Get Up Kids? Yeah. Oh, okay. I actually liked some of the Reggie and the Full Effects. Yeah, stuff. they had two lead singers. The guy with the mustache. Yeah, one of them had a mustache. I think. Yeah. Yeah, they had the song called like PB and J or something. I don't know. I didn't really listen to Reggie. I like that I couldn't song. Couldn't get into it. But I do love uh, uh, Campfire Kansas. That's uh, that makes that album just uh, a a real fall. It's just like it's about like it just seems like the weather's changing, the leaves are changing. You just want to start a campfire and go like jump in a river before it gets too cold. That's what it is. just makes me feel that way. That's that's great. Let's hear your number two. My number two, um, I didn't write it down, so now it turns out I have five, but um, I thought of this and I forgot to write it down. Beck's Sea Change. Mm. Uh, fall, I love fall, but it's a depressing time. It is, yeah. And... I'm usually depressed in the fall and uh, a lot of bad relationships. And so I was, that's why part of the reason why I was depressed. And so I listened to it and that record is just straight up. It's usually Beck's rapping about like shaving his face with mace in the dark and stuff like that. Right. But this record was, man, he dug deep. I think it was a breakup record for him. Yeah. Sea change. It's a beautiful melodic record. And, when you have a song, when the single is Lost Cause, I mean, come on. That's a beautiful song. I like it. Paper Tiger, or The Golden Age, or whatever that song is called. Yeah, that record was huge. And I, I literally, this is really depressing. We're going deep. But I would come home and um, I would I would put that record on. It'd be 7 p.m. Uh, at night. And I'd just put it on and go to sleep that early at night. Wow. Is that depressing? I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> I can't believe I just told Not that. much has changed because now you just put on TV and fall asleep at 7.30 <laughs> <Right>. at night. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's sports stuff. I don't... You yeah, know. it's you're much happier. You're much happier. I'm happier. That's a problem. I'm stalling my edge. Yeah, that's true. You've gotten way less edgy since I've met you. <laughs> it's those but cats. This, it's but a, this haircut... The, the, the haircuts help. The haircuts made me a little bit edgy. But let me tell you what's not helping. Your cats. I got to tell My you. My cats. They're, they're domesticating you, Steven. And I don't know. Yeah. Which is crazy because they're not a domestic animal. They're lions. They're crazy. They're, keep, they got killer instincts. I keep telling my wife. But they're like kids to you. She's like, she's like, oh, these kids, these kitties love us. And I'm like, honey. They want to kill you. They, if they was big enough and they were hungry. They'd be going for our throats. They would. The only reason they can't is because they're too tiny. You hear so many stories of like old ladies with cats dying and then you, like their bodies are just gone because their cats just devour them. 
Yeah, that's it's sick. Maybe I watch too much CSI. I don't know. I've never actually read a story like that, but I believe you. Well, there's tons of them. I just said there's tons of them. Yeah, believe me. <laughs> you're you're probably right. What are you, Fox News? Just reporting outlandish <laughs> claims. All right, I'm gonna move on. My number three, three. is um, Deja and Tandu by <sighs> Brand New. Good their, record. Their second record, which is really where you started to see the promise in the band. I love their first record, but only because it, it's not because it's great, but only because it's so nostalgic of my high school years. It was just it was just fun in my for my high school years. But when Deja and Tandu came out, you saw growth and you saw like songs were there, man. The songs were there, and then and then I mean like you could take it a step further into. Um, uh, the devil and God are raging inside me. That oh, record yeah. was amazing too, but I'm going to stick with, that's more of a winter record. We'll get, maybe that'll be in my, my, when winter comes around, sure. that'll be in my collection. It'd be, there. It could be good season to talk, but Dejan Tandu is definitely my fall record. A lot of uh, slow burners on the record. They take a long time to build and you just, it's like a story. Mm. There's definitely a story in there. Uh, he was kind of like Beck going through something and you can tell. He's always going through something. He is. He's he, he's but a little that's whiny. The best he never has a good from. day. He doesn't have a good day. No. No. That's it's it's good for songwriting. Bad for life. It is. <laughs> for your life. What's your number three? And then we'll give out some uh maybe maybe just a couple honorable mentions. We don't have to go into them. Right. Um I gotta say, man. Because if I gotta choose, I have a guess of what it's gonna be, but I hope you surprise me. I'm gonna say Jimmy World Futures. That was, that was my guess. Yeah, and I and I'll tell you why. Just because that thing didn't, that record did not leave my player for. Uh, it had to be two, three months. Yeah, it was just that's all I listened to. Even now, if you pop it in, kind of takes a long time to stop listening to it. It's really good. Yeah, that's, that record is solid all the way through. That. I love that record, um, and 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 we had talked about about talking about this yesterday over the phone, and and when you brought that up, I was kind of like, I was kind of like, really, that doesn't seem seem very heavy or dense like a fall album to me. But then the more I thought about it, the further you go into that record, just the he had no, something on his shoulders too. He's really crazy. I don't know what he went through, but he had this that that the record's pretty rocking. But then it's you have a song like Night Drive, but which you, is... Well, yeah, but even in the rocking songs, listen to what he's talking about, man. Yeah, it is deep. pretty depressing. Didn't he come out with like a B-Sides or another album, like really close to that, that was really dark? Like it sounded like he Even was darker than that. Like it was right after Futures. I forget what it's called, but yeah, it's like a seven-song EP, um, and it's really... Yeah, it's good. That record was huge. All right, honorable mentions. I'm just going to spit off a few here. I'm not going to go into them. Talk. Sigur uh, Ross. Yeah. I wasn't going to pronounce it because somebody was going to correct me, but. Who I was? I don't know. That's just, how I would pronounce it's it. It's just you and me. That's how I would. Well, it's our podcast. No one's going to be able to tell us, like, no. Because I would say, like, I would say something like Sugar Ross. <laughs> Sugar, <laughs> Sugar Rose. You know that really good band? Sugar Rose. Sugar Rose. Man. <laughs> they got some good songs. That sounds delicious. <laughs> Love Sugar Rose. <laughs> so, suddenly they just turned into a sting song. <laughs> Sugar Rose. It's just With like, some guy, like, singing in another language. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. sounds like a sting song. Um, and then uh, For Emma Forever Ago, Bon Iver. You know, that record is in my truck that I bought from you still. <laughs> If you were looking for it, I had I was it. looking for it because I wanted it on my iPod. 
Yeah, I'm totally not going to give it to you back right away because I want to listen to it. Yeah, you should. Um, uh, for me, honorable mentions, Coldplay, Rush of Blood to the Head. Um, that was like, wow, Coldplay. I mean, Parachutes is good, but Rush of Blood, really good. Really showed promise there. Good, good record. Um, Killers, Hot Fuss. Not so much a fall album for me. I uh, think it released in the fall. I don't know. I can't. I can't back. That I got up, on the. I got on that boat pretty early, and I think it was. I can't remember. Probably. Was, I think it was summer. Um, it came out over the summer, but then I got into it in the fall. That's why. I see. I see. So, um, I want to start. I want to start this new bit here. Um, Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh. Want to talk about a mosque being built? <laughs> no. No. That was terrible. I'm <laughs> it wasn't terrible. <laughs> that, that's it wasn't the, terrible. I just wasn't ready for that. That was this that was week heavy. in depressing news. I know, right? Jeez. No, um, I found a website, and I and I just think this is something that uh, it would be really fun to talk about. Um, uh, I don't know what to call this, but uh, we don't have to call it anything, I suppose. Um, I want to talk about historic musical events that happened in this past week. In uh, how in long music. ago? It's uh, uh, anything historic. I'm going to bring it up. On this day and whatever year. This day and whatever year. Cool. But what happened? What happened in 1982? But it's not necessarily this day as much as it was just kind of this past week. Oh, uh, it's we're generalizing. Okay. We're generalizing the past week, and this cool. isn't going to come out for a while. So, um, this will be old news. This will be old news. But I mean, it's not. It's really old news when I'm when I'm looking back at 1966, September 10th, Beatles Revolver goes number one. Um, uh, that's a good record i'm told <laughs> you're told <laughs> listen <laughs> listen all right explain okay. yourself all right i will explain myself here's the thing about the beatles okay i love the beatles i mean they're responsible for some of the greatest songs ever recorded but and i have i literally have i have revolver i have rubber soul and i don't like rubber soul but I mean, okay but but when it got into those later <laughs> records I just kind of trailed off. Like I never actually got into him. I was just kind of one of those guys. I'm I a like po- the pop stuff. I'm a poser. I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. Revolver has a great record. You have no idea. I, I have it though. I just yeah. haven't really, I mean, I've listened to it. I just never got into it. Does Ringo sing on that one? No, wait, that's Sergeant Pepper. Now Sergeant Pepper, I have listened to. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Okay. Um, I'm just reading my notes here. The day after the same year, 1966, September 11th, Uh-oh. 1966, Rolling Stones on Ed Sullivan. What were they doing? What song did they do? I don't know. Are you Stones or Beatles? Why do we have to choose? That's what I keep saying. Yeah, having. I don't like to choose. because, because you, the, the, I will say this. I've come to the conclusion this past week, because we've been talking about this a little bit recently, so it's been on my mind, um, I do think the Stones are more consistent. I think that they're... You know what you're going to expect from a, from a Stones album. They never change. Well... Not, we're not talking eighties. We're talking like seventies and bad, like bad, yeah, right, yeah. But like, I mean, but like, you look at, I mean, like when the Beatles first started, super poppy, great stuff. I love their pop stuff, but I don't really get into the hippie stuff so much. I appreciate it, appreciate what they do, but pound for pound, I don't like to choose. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna say no. Pound for but pound. let me just say this. I, I think. I think the Stones. I don't know why people don't like the Stones because you know there's those those classic battles. There's the Stones and the Beatles. You gotta be you. You have to be a fan of one or the other. And I disagree. I think I could be a fan of both. Or Honor or Pearl Jam. <laughs> Honor or Pearl Jam. <laughs> Choose now. Yeah. But the one the one the hill that I will I will agree 
that there has to be a fight up about and one is better is the battle between Led Zeppelin and the Who. Prince and Michael Jackson, that's what I thought you were going to say. No. Who, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Exactly. Why? Because the Who suck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are the good things about Because the, there are some good things about the Who. Pinball wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> no, no. It's It was their drummer who died. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, he's Moon. awesome. Keith Moon, Moon is amazing, yeah. Um, and, and Replaced by Ringo Starr's son, who, segue, <laughs> replaced Pete Best in 1962 this week in September. Isn't that crazy? It, it's crazy. Think about that. A lot of Beatles on the list. September is a crazy month for the Beatles. 1965 in September, Help Goes Number One, stays there for nine weeks. Jeez, you can't get a number one to stay at nine weeks anymore. Unless you're Taylor Swift. Or Katy Perry. Mm, that's a push. I don't know. No one, you know what? Go on. I don't want to get myself in trouble. I wore my hat again today. I'm not wearing it right now. Did you see that? <laughs> I did see it coming with that. That yeah. was awesome. I had to I had to because my hair just gets crazy when I'm cutting on stuff. Um, September 14th, 1984, first music awards, MTV music awards. Oh, uh, was that the one that AHA like cleaned up at? They uh, won everything. The, the band, you know, the take you know on who, me or who did take on me? Is it AHA? Is it? I don't remember. Did you remember that song? Take on me. It's, you know, it's, not, it's not that I don't remember. Me. It's more so that I don't care. But, <laughs> but no, but you, this is funny because they won all these awards, whatever that band was. They won all these awards and like, oh, they're going to be bigger than anything. They're going to come up with another record and they never came up with anything. And That was really funny. Well, <laughs> it's more of like I- irony. <laughs> I love the irony in that. Thanks. You know who hosted the first MTV Music, music Awards? Um, this is, I don't have this written down, but I want to say it was Bette Midler. Isn't that weird? That seems like a... When was a she a pop s- icon? Um... I guess 1984. Think, I think she did do the last Carson show. She sang a song yeah. to him. Man, she's old. Yeah. Um, this is the last one I have, and I wrote this down only because <laughs> I knew that you would get a kick out of it, and uh, it's just an excuse for me to laugh at you for a couple minutes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know what happened September 12th, 1952? I don't know what happened. A famous drummer was born. Can you take a guess? wasn't Dave Grohl. That's... Not in 1952. Not 52. I think he was late 60s. I'll give you uh, a hint. Canadian. Got any guesses? Do I? Is it a well-known drummer? It's a well-known drummer. It's not. It's not Buddy Rich. No, because he was. No way. He was like born in the 30s or something. Neil Pert. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Pert, born September 12th, 1952. Still kicking too. Happy birthday, Neil Pert. Happy birthday, Neil. You know what? <laughs> How's has your life been in the limelight? <laughs> <laughs> Whammy. <laughs> you know what? You think he he's got he's probably got enough money to own a few subdivisions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> they, you know what? 
They're a band that grows. You got to see the documentary. You, you watch the documentary. I you're gonna have be no interest. In you're watching you're the gonna like. You know what? I I don't like Rush, but I like Rush. And here's why I don't want to do- want to watch the documentary because I know what you're saying is right. I have standards. I do not <laughs> want to like Rush, dude. And I'm, I'm sticking to my morals, and I'm not gonna watch the they, documentary. What's crazy is like the they're like normal. Like those guys, they're probably some of the nicest guys, and they deserve all the success. They're in the Canadian. World. Yeah, they're nice. They're they're not allowed to own guns. They have to be nice. Did you know that Neil Peart was not their original drummer? Really? Yeah, it was another guy. They fired him. We know Good what story. That's like. Good story. <laughs> they fired him. He had diabetes. He didn't Did take they care. fire him because he had diabetes? Because what kind of a story is that? Well, they they said <laughs> they said he didn't take care of himself on the on the road, and they said it wasn't because of his ability. Excuse me, but um, it was, it's because he was a he was not a healthy boy, and they actually said he had the sugar diabetes. He had the sugar diabetes. <laughs> sugar diabetes. I'd like to know what other kind of diabetes there are. <laughs> that's what he called it, sugar diabetes, and he liked to drink, I guess, and that's not. Well, good. Yeah, those two don't go. They, go well they, yeah, it's not. You gotta, you gotta take care of that. You're working you on some diabetes, aren't you? I've always been working on <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> I tell myself I'm gonna hang it up, but it's all that. It's yeah, that's a whole other topic go on no that was i just you know i was was interested to see your response to neil pert's birthday do you wish him well on his birthday i do wish him well man the guy's he's a smart he's an intellectual he uh you know he can play drums really well i know all that for a fact he writes their lyrics really i I, I don't know if he writes all of them but i'm pretty sure he writes like like Because in the in the here's the best part in the documentary. I'm surprised that nobody else in their band could come up with lyrics like that. I mean, <laughs> right? He's the reader, and that what was funny is when you when you watch the documentary, they're kind of like, like, wow, he knows big words. Like they were like really impressed by his medieval like a lot of it. Because if you go yeah. before subdivisions, it's like all about like crazy medieval. I'm convinced that half of Spinal Tap is based off of Rush. Or vice versa. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I true. I yeah. No, I. Come on, man. I. I'm. I'm not. I don't mind Rush. I know you don't mind. I don't Rush. have any of their records, but I don't. I'm yeah, okay right. with them. We, we. I could tell you about bands I don't like and why I think they should go here's away a, forever. Here's a good question for you. Randy Newman covers one Rush song. What would it be? Tom Sawyer. You want him to cover Tom Sawyer? Because yeah, it's got the R in it, dude. Come on. That's true. That is. Uh, I don't know. Limelight would be good. I think any one of them would be would be a, an instant hit. Classic. Oh man, anything Randy Newman touches is gonna go to gold. It is. I love that that short people song. <laughs> it gets me people. every time. If you don't know what we're talking about, YouTube Google it or YouTube it. Just yeah. YouTube Randy Newman short people. It's. It's amazing. <laughs> it's the, I think he's playing that the first thing that pops up. I think he's like in Germany or something. It's crazy. Um, he's got this big glasses and that sweet afro. Oh gosh, he's hilarious. He's awesome. So you uh, are you prepping for your vacation? You getting ready? This is. I'm surprised we haven't brought this up more because this is all I, I get hear made about. fun of. This is all <laughs> we hear about when when we're not when the mics aren't on. All we get to hear about is vacation to Disneyland. I really how many times have I honestly brought it up? Maybe Plenty three times. times. I met a guy today who used to work at Magic Kingdom. Really? What yeah. did he do? Uh, he was like a janitor. Uh, it's been a very glamorous job. No, it's not. Is, was Disney, I hear like when you work for Walt Disney, 
Walt Disney. When you work for Disney, you get to meet him. You get to meet him. <laughs> you get to see his head. I think they, his head is frozen. Yeah, I, I think his whole body's frozen. Is it, oh, is it? Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I hear that it's really they're a good company to work for. Yeah, yeah. I think he uh, he went to college out there. What he was saying, and um, what they do is they find college students, and in the summertime they'll pay your room and board and like food. So like you just make bank. You just like get shuttled over there. Mm. Sounds pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited about my vacation. Here's what I find funny. Go on. <laughs> what you're what you're really excited for in this vacation is like what most adults find. Like they go to Disneyland for their kids. And first of all, first of all, let me correct you. Disney World, not Disneyland. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What most people go to Disneyland for is is their kids, and there's things there that they find tolerable. It makes the experience okay for them but you just get so excited about these things um <laughs> uh, are you bringing your cats no <laughs> no you gonna dress them up no no who's gonna watch the cats while you guys are gone uh my mother-in-law oh yeah she'll take good care of them yeah i think for me i could live at epcot i know you could and it's crazy and here's what i'm not gonna ask you i'm not gonna embarrass you and ask you how much money you're spending on this vacation but i'm assuming i don't i I honestly wouldn't know the answer i know but i'm assuming it's quite a bit of money because i'm sure you're staying there and i'm sure you got a food package uh you've got like an access yes but it's not i know that it's i know that it's cheap i know i I remember when you guys planned it you got a good deal on it the food plan was free yeah, yeah. I know you guys got a good I deal I mean, I'm sure it. they're finding a way to make it up somewhere. I mean, it's Disney. They can't be. But what I would do, I would take that money because I'm sure it's a good amount of money. And I would just go like backpacking somewhere. Or do something fun like that you're never, ever going to do. But you guys go to Disney. <laughs> you guys go to Disneyland every year. Disney World. Let me correct you again. Yeah, yeah. You guys go Disney. to Disneyland every year. It's crazy. Um, I don't. I think for me. And this is where, like, I have this argument with a lot of people. Not really an argument, just a difference of opinion. But Disney World does an awesome job of creating the escape. It's less, like, literally, it's like a fantasy land. I think it, Disneyland does a better job. but No, point. I think Disney World does a better <laughs> job because... That's hey, we're, you're doing that to you're, you're trying to get a rise out of me. You always see those beady eyes. No, they do an amazing job of of creating the escape. And man, I you know, like some people are like, that's not true. I could see right through that fake you know facade. And I'm like, well, whatever. I don't mind being lied to. Like, no, I, I never have. No, I, I never have. I I like I like going somewhere. In fact, I think you encourage people lying to you. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, oh, jeez. Verge is here with my pizza. Verge. And we're not done yet. He just slams the door open. Did the card work, Verge? Thanks for, no. inter- thanks for interrupting. We're talking about Disneyland. We're talking about Disney World. We're talking about Disneyland. So, Disney World. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm driving down. It's going to be 20, 18, 18 hours. I leave on the 19th. Yeah. No, we're going with friends. I think you should grow um, a molestache for the trip. No. <laughs> I know. And bring a fake ID just for fun. Have your real ID too, but just bring a fake ID that has like, like a like a I don't know Jose Gonzalez or something, <laughs> and it's not your picture. Just see what happens. I I, I am pretty pale. It would be, be seen right through. Now it's gonna be a good time. 
You should come with. You know what? If you went to Disney World with me for a week, we should do this sometime. You would have nothing but fun with me. I just, I, I don't believe it. You'll never know unless you go. Verge has this, this uh, maybe I'm thinking about mustaches because Jeremy has uh, this pretty awesome handlebar mustache right now. He's ignoring me, but. You know. That's all right. Um, he, he interrupts. He wants his five minutes of fame, and then he doesn't talk. That's real, that's real cool. That's classy. Slams the door. That's real classy. What you know a nice what? guy. I can't wait for him to be on in a couple weeks. Yeah, he's a be your special guest while I'm in Disney World. Yeah, Disneyland. Um, <laughs> do you got any big plans? Are you going to um, uh, Magic Kingdom? That's probably the place I will not go to. Small World? No, I, I, I do ride it every year I go, though. Yeah. Just so I can. Do you sing the song? Do you know the song? Can you sing the song right now? It's a small world after all. I can't believe you're putting yourself through this. <laughs> Isn't that That's the our lead words? singer. Yeah. That's our lead singer. That's awesome. No, but what I will do. You have such a pretty voice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> if only my face could match it. Um, what I will do. I'll tell you what matches it. Your hair. Yeah. You've never looked better. Thanks. It's edgy. Yeah. But let's, I will do this and I'll ride this and I'll think about this because I'll think about you. I'll ride this ride a lot. You're going to think about me when you're out there? I don't think you're going to think about me. Well, I'm going to think about you when I do ride the rock and roller coaster. What's that? Dude. Well, have we not talked about this? Aerosmith has their own roller coaster. That sounds terrible. <laughs> no. I mean, it is. But Talk about the- fall albums I will not be listening to. <laughs> Name an Aerosmith album. Name get a, one. Get a grip. <laughs> not going to listen to it. This fall, winter, spring, summer. Ever let's, but let me tell you something. It's worth it to go on it. the The ride goes from like zero to seventy in like three seconds. How it's, did Aerosmith get a roller coaster? I were they don't know. they were never that good? Uh, you're probably right. You know what? But, you know what? Okay, this is gonna sound like a stupid. Like this is not the reason why I should hate on them. I have plenty of reasons to hate on them. I just think it's interesting. A band from their era. Their first number one hit single was that song that was on the Armageddon soundtrack. They didn't even write it. They didn't write it. Yeah, some chick did. But that's not grounds to dismiss them. Like, it's like, not grounds to dismiss them. I they've just think got some. Fact. They've got some. I mean, they've done some pretty landmark things in in music, like in music history, like such as "Walk This Way," "Talk This Way." Yeah, but that was only good because Run DMC was on it. Right, but that's still a landmark, and they were part of it, and part of that history. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, you know what? I have the Nine Lives record, and I'm okay with them owning that record. It's got they wrote hooks. Look, I'm not saying the production is the good. The best thing, the best thing that Aerosmith ever did was show up in Wayne's World too. Yeah, let's talk about this Bon Jovi or Aerosmith. Neither. <laughs> no, you have to pick one. Rush. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> No, uh, correction. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I don't. I got nothing. No, you. I'm telling you. Here's the thing I didn't know about Bon Jovi, and get ready because I'm thinking about doing this. <laughs> Apparently, he, he's synonymous with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yes, he, <laughs> he started Kevin, Ally McBeal for a while. Him and Kevin that. Bacon are the same person, right? You never see them both in the same place. Do no, you don't. That's a good but, fact. But the thing that John Bon Jovi did is apparently he literally went to his band and was like, listen, what I say goes, and I want you all on board, 
but I have the final say in everything. This is my van. It's gone downhill since, hasn't it? <laughs> and no, but they made it after that. That's what's crazy. Oh, that was, that was, that was, was before they made it. That was that was pre-slippery when wet. <laughs> yeah, the the pink album. <laughs> uh, well, but but apparently, the, the, from, I don't remember. Someone was telling. I don't know if that's uh, true at all. Someone was telling me that. Well. Verge is back. I don't want to cut this short, but Verge is back. He's irritating me already. Just walking around, smug. I'm so. He walked upset. in. He just let's. Uh, he walked in earlier. He's so smug. Get walked, ready for that, Herbisciples. Yeah, this is gonna. It's gonna be it's a gonna load be the of best fun podcast. Verge. He walks ever. in. He slams the door. Lets everybody know that he's here. And then when I, and then when I address him, he doesn't answer. I want what kind attention. of a person does that. What kind of a I person want, does that? It, what it is? A person who wants attention. That is. Who wants to be the wrong kind of attention. And now he's passing out. What are you passing out? What are those? Speak for yourself. What are those? You're passing out. Okay, that's acceptable. That's important. I thought, I thought you were like showing us charts show or tomorrow. something. Like, hey, I wrote this, wrote this song. You're going to work on guitar stuff. All right, well, you know what? We're uh, done. That pizza's killing me. I need to eat that. Are you going to eat that with me? I have me? to go to the bathroom. I'll have a slice. You're going to have a slice? Can you do that? Can you have a slice? If you want me to have Well, you were on some crazy diet the last time I talked to you about food. Uh, Nutrisystem diet? I'm on, I'm on that one when it's convenient. It's, it's not convenient right now. There's pizza There's in nothing the convenient about that diet. <laughs> yeah. It, you might as well not eat. There's being on the nutri- Being here. on the Nutrisystem diet is like not eating. It's just as good as not eating. Sure. I can't even focus. The pizza smell. All right. Wrap it up. focus. All right. Wrap it up, Briggs. All right. We'll say goodbye, Stephen. Bye. Thank you for saying it so politely. Thanks, Herbicyples. Uh, this has been uh, this has been fun, and it's been the Urbanite Mini Ramble. <laughs> <laughs>